0: Okay, <laughs> we're back, I don't know why I keep saying that, that's not a real thing, I'm shit. welcome to the Mortal Man Podcast, and today I've got a pretty dope guest, she's like really smart, she's like really smart, Um, I need you, I need you to just hear her. I need you to just hear her speak and talk her talk. She wanted to do research before the podcast. I'm like, what?
1: Does it doesn't really work
0: like that. Like I just talk my <laughs> I just talk from my nut. But uh <laughs> But yeah, let's let's go. Let's 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 call her. Hello. Hey, what's up? nothing nothing how are you i'm good i'm good that is probably the warmest hello i've gotten so far on the podcast oh well, thank
1: you thank you
0: <laughs> how are you doing i'm good i'm good you
1: know resting chilling it's mm. December.
0: must be kind of weird being back home though you know after being in uni pretty much kind of being by yourself yeah, it is, it, it really is,
1: because uni is, I'm sure everybody knows, if you've been to uni, it's a lot more freedom, so you yeah. literally walk out, you do whatever you want, you yeah. really answer you know, like, you're in control of your own life, then when you get back to your parents' house, it's like, jabwendo, like, It's a bit weird to adjust, but doing it every so often when you get home, you get used to it. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. It's
1: just, you know
0: true you're
1: at school most of the time more than mm. you're at home so they're now having to be in the house and listening to people
0: yeah so it's an adjustment but you yeah. get it. that's a whole big chat i want to get back to that just now but no for problem. the people uh tell let them know who you are
1: oh hi um i'm kim tawanda midzi I was at UCT. I just got my BSc in biochemistry Woo-hoo! and human anatomy and physiology, and I've known it for a while now. And this is why I'm here. We're here to talk science, not like deep science. So please don't yeah. be afraid when you hear science. No? Yeah, yeah, no, it's very, not like very, very broken down.
0: <laughs> you know, easy to follow. yeah, it should be easy to follow. I mean, okay, for my old levels, you know, I failed chem, yeah, which, yep. yeah. Cool. Which was such a disappointment, I thought I was going to fail physics, because I still absolutely suck at physics. But um uh, no,
1: physics is trash, eh? Yeah. I'm sorry to all the physics numbers out there, I'm going to get a lot of backlash for this, but I did not like physics. I was like, what are do we doing? I the know, right? The st- half the time I just like crammed equations, didn't apply to them, when they looked like <laughs> they
0: might <change> the <laughs> That's exactly what I did. I feel like when I was cramming all those equations... <laughs> All the chem things that I knew and actually kind of loved, like, just flew out the window.
1: Oh, no. That sucks.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, but it's okay. I was never born to be a scientist, really. No,
1: no. You were born to be the
0: mortal man. Oh, wow. That's that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, I've never... I never yeah. thought... You, I, I didn't think that you were going to say that. It's got me blushing over here. Uh, just do it. Ah, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, so... Um uh man I have so many things I want to say I don't exactly know where to start um What exactly were future you studying? Time. Like what, what what are you going to be doing with what you were studying? Let's talk about that. Like first. in the future. Yeah. Well, I mean, what can you potentially do? Like what can you potentially do? Oh,
1: potentially. Yeah. Um I can do a lot. That's the thing. When you do, it's a bit, you know, it's tricky to explain to some parents and they ask you, so what are you going to
0: do? like, a lot. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you can go into like pharmaceuticals,
1: you can go into mm. food industry, you could do um, plants, you could do, uh, what else? Diseases, research on diseases, but most of this would be more of like the research and development sector, not so much sales and marketing. Mm. So you'd be, say, um, in diseases, looking at what exactly is going on lately. So not just, Mm. say, in malaria, you know, the parasites kills your blood cells. You're now looking at what is like, you know, sorry, let me just go deep here so people understand what my life was. Mm -hmm. I was looking at, I can tell you I studied malaria, but I was looking at, the receptor on the malaria cell that also binds to another receptor on the human blood cell, and then a whole lot of molecules happen, and then the it was so deep. Sometimes you forget that to study malaria, you have to like zoom in and yeah. zoom out so that you stay on track. So wow, that's more of what you doing.
0: You know that's much. that's pretty crazy. Um, I I have an aunt who got her Ph.D. from like doing studies in man, like in malaria they she was working yeah. on a study at uct actually which is crazy as well um oh. yeah uh, and uh her study was about making a drug that uh causes mosquitoes to lose their wings so to to limit oh, wow. the spread of malaria it was a pretty interesting
1: little good. read yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, you should uh should look her up, Doctor Grace Mgumbate. Or Chitima Mgumbate. I'm not sure if she used the hyphenated version right or not. That. But but anyways, okay. that's 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 really interesting. It's it's actually funny, like the line of the line that you are speaking about this in. Mm-hmm. Uh because I know when it comes to drugs and when it comes to a lot of these uh research things, it... I mean, everyone wants solutions now. Like, in general, it would be like, oh, yeah, you know, like we've got a disease and people haven't even come up with the cure for it yet. And there's so much like pressure from society in general. But th- these things take like years to develop.
1: It does. Actually, let me get into that for five minutes. Sorry. Mm. We were The project, the research project I was doing last semester, um, we were actually testing new potential drugs for TB, I think it was. And the guy who made the drug, we had a chat with him, which was great. And he was saying it takes a long ass time to get like to develop a drug, get it approved and put it on the market. Because you can't mm. just as much as like we need kids right now. Mm. You can't be putting a shoddy drug on the market because that's literally people's lives that you're affecting. Yeah. So it takes you saying it takes about 15, 20 years if everything goes well and mm. you have like constant funding and, you know everything wow. goes according to your plan. But if not, wow. it could take longer. And that's why the drugs are so expensive because so much money has been put into making it and companies can't exactly make laws. Mm. You know, in as much as we're trying to get people well, it's still a company still needs to function.
0: I think that's one big thing that people tend to forget. I know um there's a lot of there's a lot of conspiracy with like pharmaceuticals and all that, which I'm not too sure It's completely true But one thing For sure Is that These are companies You know Yeah No Exactly I don't know How many governments Are actually trying to Make their own drugs Like really It's it's an expensive thing Yeah It's
1: quite expensive And then you also need To do the animal test The
0: Mm. funny thing
1: is You can do um, Animal tests And it works And you're like Okay This drug Could be next big thing Try it Mm. on humans Like test subjects doesn't work and then you have to go back to the drawing board because in as much as we use animals for testing sometimes you can't translate it to a human it just doesn't happen like mm. even when they use monkeys which are which they say are closer to humans in relation it just doesn't work and then you have to go back to the drawing board now you need more money you're back to a specific stage now you need to look at what, what went wrong and sometimes it's like hey, bro, we're hemorrhaging money we're gonna need to stop you know to this yeah. it's not working
0: yeah that's that's, Uh, uh, yeah it sounds pretty tough man like because as well i i I read somewhere that in as much as we do have animals who have a lot like a huge percentage of uh human dna or like similar human dna like mice and monkeys the way they work is completely different like you know mice have a slightly higher metabolism than than humans so yeah, so obviously the drug's going to work different in them.
1: Exactly. That's, that's the unfortunate <clears the enforcement throat> chat that we are faced with right now.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Oh yeah, and like, that 20% that is not human, like, you know, that's that's quite a bit. may not seem like it. Exactly, but
1: it's, it could be the thing that affects the whole drug. We
0: don't yeah. know. We but, don't know what's going on. Yeah, we do, that's the craziest thing. We don't know what's going on. Um, really,
1: the fun, that's the fun thing about science. I think sometimes people think scientists have all the answers. We're looking for the answers. <laughs> and in a lot of cases, things are more likely to go wrong than they are to go right. you'll have a whole plan and be like, you know, this is week one to 13. Week one, we're going to do this. Week 3 na na na-na-na-na-na-na. And you could be stuck on week one for the next four weeks because something went wrong and you keep trying. You have to do it again to figure out... What it is that you did wrong. It could be your equipment. It could be you. It could just be the drug. I remember we did one experiment, I think mm. two, three times because our drug just wasn't working. And we're like, okay, maybe it was this. And then we eliminated that and we're like, okay, it wasn't, it wasn't the equipment. We tried the drug. It was maybe how we diluted the drug. And you know, I think wow. it was kind of fun though because I think I learned a lot more mm. when I was in the lab than when you're in lectures. When you're in lectures, it's more off. You know, this is the theory. what you need to know this is how it works, etc., yeah. etc. And enjoyable to a certain extent. But sometimes you walk out and you are like, okay, so how do I apply this to my actual life? Like what mm. I learned in the lab yeah. is more what I talk about when people ask about my degree, which is weird,
0: it. Which I mean, to be to be fair, that's that's kind of the point, right? So you exactly. know, lectures are like okay, you've got a fundamental basis of what you are going to be doing, and then you know the lab is you doing it. You know so so. Wow, um, I'm. You know it's it's funny to me that that's how you as a scientist, as a graduate, who's oh, like, feels about.
1: You
0: <laughs> yeah, you're a scientist now. Genuinely, a whole you're,
1: scientist. A
0: whole scientist. <laughs> how does that feel, by the way? How does that feel?
1: It feels weird. It feels really weird. I I don't I don't know how to describe it. It's like okay, I'm actually the chick who stays in the lab for like eight hours in a mm. day. That that was me last semester. It'd like you'd spend uh, pretty much your whole morning and majority of your afternoon in the lab, wow. and it's just weird because I actually enjoyed it. My mm. whole I think first year I was like I don't want to be in a lab. You know I don't want to be a lab right all the time. Come out in the sun and think type of life as that. And I started this project and I really I honestly truly. Enjoyed being in the lab, but didn't feel like you know I yeah I'm wasting time. I could have been studying. It was great. So I think being a scientist is sort of fun. Actually, when you're doing I like with the researchers or well, the supervisors I had. Sorry, mm. I had really great supervisors, and you could tell that this person is really passionate about what they're doing. Mm. This one guy was looking at a whole bunch of molecules that are involved in transcription, and that's all he does. It's one thing. You find your one thing that you love, and you go with it. That's the great thing about science. So you could be in the lab from nine to five, Yeah. because you're enjoying what you're doing, it, it doesn't feel like it's such a, such a drag. You know, I work in nine to five lab. I hate yeah. to No, 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 no. It's not like that at all. I think that's the great thing about science. Once you find your niche and you go for it, it's, it's absolutely amazing.
0: That is really dope. And the thing is with science, it seems like there's so much to do. There is. There really, you can be
1: an expert in like the pinky finger, or some really very like you go deep. <laughs>
0: <and just like laughs> hey, so tell you me. Really
1: be focused on development of the pinky finger. Yeah. In a macaque. That's, that's all you do.
0: Yeah, I I think I need someone to just be examining my pinky. I'm thinking about getting a pinky ring, but I need like I need the perfect pinky <laughs> to go with the ring. You know what I mean? Like. I feel you. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So tell me, you you mentioned this guy who's just doing transfiction, Yeah, I never understood. Yes. I read about it in a few articles here and there, but I never quite understood what it's about. And I'm sure like a lot of people listening, had like they've probably heard this word for the first time. Okay. No, no. I was
1: talking about transcription. But oh, we transcription. Can go yeah. for like two minutes.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I
1: Yes, I did it in the second year, so if you're listening, please don't forget to double check on Google because I might have lied. But um, <laughs> transfection is when you have, I'm trying to put this, I don't want to go too deep into the science of it, but you have your bacteria. So you have your bacteria, and your bacteria has its own DNA. So transfection. Is when you take a plasmid, which is like a a circular type of DNA, yeah, and you put whatever genes you want to put it, put on it, sorry, Mm. and then you put that plasmid into the bacteria because you know how bacteria replicate really quickly. So if you want to make more of that bacteria with that specific gene that they're expressing, Mm. then you transfect the plasmid into the bacteria. So it's the whole process of like the bacteria taking up plasmid.
0: Okay. Okay, well, that
1: should be it. It's
0: okay. Magic. Yeah, you never know. You yeah we'll double check later. We'll confident. double check later. I don't. I. I feel like there's a flow right now. Like you're flowing. All
1: right. <laughs> mm, that's really
0: crazy. Um. Okay. So I probably said the wrong word. You see, layman, layman. Can you hear? Can you hear me, people? This is so horrible. Um. But. <laughs> but I was. Yeah. The thing I was. Uh, referring to was, uh, was based, was from this whole thing about fiction. I think it's fiction. transfection. Yeah.
1: Okay. You're going to have to tell me what that is because, see, I don't know what that is. We're learning from each other today.
0: Okay, cool, cool. Okay, I love talking about this. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> so, it's this chip, yeah, that they developed. Yeah in an american university i'm forgetting the name of the university now hopefully it'll come back to me but it's this chip that they developed and so it it's meant to change skin cells into other types of cells and it's non-intrusive it's um Yeah, it's non-intrusive. Doesn't require a lot of equipment. It's literally the size of a coin, and they put it on the mice or the pigs' like skin, and then they zap a small dose, small um, uh, electric currents, like really low electric currents, and apparently, almost immediately, the skin cells begin to change, and then after about a week or so. Uh, they develop blood vessels then a few months after that the the intended change should happen so they they repaired a mouse which they gave a stroke they broke a mouse's leg and it fixed itself yeah after that and it's not like you have to have the chip the whole time they just put it for, like, yeah. that time, and then they take it off, and then it's like, okay, guys, go. So it's like recoding your DNA to fix itself. Oh,
1: well, that's pretty cool. I know, no, actually had right? know That it sounds pretty dope.
0: Yeah. It's, it, it, when, I, when, I, when I heard about it, I heard about it from another podcast, from the Joe Rogan experience, and then I oh. started reading a bit more about it, I'm like, whoa, this is this is so weird and cool, like... It could change a lot. Like the idea is that in emergency situations, say car accidents, yeah. where yeah. you don't have that much time to get certain things done, they should they should have uh, in a couple of years accelerated the effects of this chip so that it'll at least save someone's life in the moment, you know? Oh, I yeah. It's really weird and crazy.
1: That could really be helpful, but, you know, we have to go back to cost. How much
0: is that going to cost? I have no idea because how much it's costing them. It's probably enough. costing them like be, a... it won't be too costly. Yeah, it's probably costing them an arm and a leg. I had, I had heard of a similar thing when I was in lower six. I'd seen a TED talk about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: About these guys in France who were who were developing... Um, a machine but it was like a whole machine uh that uses electric impulses to direct your nerves so that you can fix your back like if you break your back your your back should be able to fix your back
1: <laughs> oh wow <laughs> yeah so yeah
0: it was yeah but it was like it was low-key it was kind of experimental at the time that fixed oh, okay. a couple of rats backs and stuff and and so it was a similar concept i'm not sure if if they were born from if if this thing was born from the other thing i don't know and i don't know how much it's been costing them you know they they apparently are meant to start human testing uh next year oh
1: that's pretty soon that yeah. means they made quite a bit of progress it's Yeah, Monday next year Hopefully yeah. it actually works out for a lot of people
0: i hope it does i hope it does you
1: know paradise from the Wasted out Would really appreciate
0: I know right A
1: new development I think it must be Frustrating though Like People who Say you have Like a specific type of cancer And there's all these Clinical trials And you get on And you're so hopeful mm. And then it just doesn't work It seems like it's working Then it stops working And you know Chemo takes a toll on people And yeah. I like, can imagine what Experimental chemo It must be a whole lot worse I know right like, And then not oh. Imagine they're like Oh you know We might be able to gives you the ability to walk in mm. to do this trial. Seems like it's working. Mm. It's still I hard work. It, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I'd be able to put myself through that for and, a limited number of times. You
0: know? Yeah, and there enters the moral dilemma. You know, because I'm sure as a scientist, you know what you want in the end. And mm-hmm. you know that, or at least you believe that whatever's going to happen in the end is going to save many more lives than the ones that it might even potentially destroy.
1: Yeah, that's the unfortunate bit Because <sighs> I think it's the, say, let's go like in tomorrow's of animal testing. Mm. Um, the same professor who made our drug that we were testing was also talking about how there's obviously a lot of, Groups that are against using animals to test medications to test cosmetics. Mm. We're not going to go into cognitive in terms of medication. Um, I feel like it's something you have to do because you can't just give it to a human. And f- not funny story, but ironic story more like, um, one of so this group of activists mm. they went and they sort of blew up the center that was using animals to test their drugs on, mm. but in all this explosion and all of that, one of their members actually got injured and he had to get rushed to hospital and obviously you need to get given him medication. Wow. So the doctor was like, hey, this medication was tested on drugs and if I don't give it to you, you're probably going to die. So do you want it or not? And the guy was like, give it to me." So it's, it's tricky. You're against animal testing, oh, but without the animals, we wouldn't be able to give you the medication that you now need to survive. Yeah. I, w- I really wish there was a way that we could, you know, avoid animal testing, because these are beings, they have nerves, they have feelings. they feel things, you know, so it's not yeah, like they do. you're just poking and prodding something that's not responding. It- I'm sure if I was a little piglet and someone took me out of my pigsty and, you know, now I'm a piglet for testing, it's not going to be great, but it has True. to be that. That's the I'm sad and unfortunate. Wish there was another way, but they're really, right now, I don't think it is yet.
0: I don't think so either, not not right now, unless we create some sort of artificial form of life, but then that's that's so long away, like, we don't even have the, we don't have the keys to that.
1: Oh, you'd be, you'd be surprised, there was this, um, actually, yeah, there was, um, I think people, there was a lot of buzz about it on social media for a bit, okay. social media, so maybe like a couple of hours before the next big thing came up but it was this um, artificial incubator called Parturians, and Mm. a group of students designed it, ETC, and in the video, basically, it's like an ad. So they're advertising this incubator, and they're talking about how this couple's really busy, you know, this guy's owning his company, this Mm. woman's also CEO of her company, Mm. and they want to have a baby, but they can't have kids. So, hey, you can grow a baby. It was literally, you get an embryo, and it's grown in this incubator that's sort of like a womb. And then you can feed it, you can talk to it, you know. So you're Whoa. essentially growing a baby Whoa, at home.
0: Whoa. Yeah. I felt... And,
1: I, I, that was... This is blowing
0: actually, my that mind. That was
1: more like a concept. Really. Yeah. It wasn't... They were like, no, we're not actually trying to, you know, make... You know, we're not trying to make something that will enable us to grow a baby, but we're just trying to make a point that, mm. you know, in terms of morals and ethics, where do you draw the line? Because... Mm. i totally understand couples who can't have kids and they'd really like to have a kid and if this artificial incubator could be an alternative to like surrogacy then Mm. why not give them the chance to do that but at the same time when you have technology and it gets into the wrong hands which it always does unfortunately you know you might have people mass producing babies for child labor you see that's and and then yeah, I mean, that's the
0: thing. yeah. Like so,
1: who gets through the incubator and who doesn't?
0: Yeah, that's the thing. That's I mean, already, already they're already they they're already too many of us right now.
1: Exactly on Earth. Yeah. And now you wanna be mass mass-produ- literally mass producing babies. Yeah. I don't know how that would like. work.
0: Yeah, that's. You know, I like to think of people as, um, as. As, as malevolent, like, because I believe that I believe that people. I mean, as much as we have good intentions, it, we're almost in this uh, in this double edged sword position where almost anything we do has negative consequences anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: No matter how good the intentions are or how beneficial they are for a period of time, in the long run it pretty most times it just it it ends in some sort of demise so i don't know man i i the whole baby thing for me it really freaks me out like 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 in vitro uh babies like in vitro babies that that kind of freaks me out because of how like they can do genetic screenings now
1: yeah it
0: excites me, but it's, it's like. Really,
1: uh... Genetic screening is great, though, but it's there's still sequel go moral. There's morals to everything we do, which there should be. Yeah. But with genetic screening, it's basically like before they implant the embryo mm-hmm. into the uterus, they screen to see if this potential baby could have like cystic fibrosis, sickle cell anemia, any type of genetic disorder. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they screen it, and they're like, "Hey, so I understand this is you know, this embryo has a chance of getting sickle cell anemia, so would you like us to implant it, or would you like us to destroy it, etc. Mm. And then, obviously, you're like, okay, well, nah. we wouldn't want to have <laughs> a child, you know, suffer with sickle cell anemia, yeah. so let's destroy it. But there's now also like embryo rights and fetal rights, etc. So do you, as the parent, have the rights to destroy the embryo, but the embryo can't speak for itself, you mm. know, so, who gets to decide? Because it's sort of deciding that this embryo isn't going to survive, but what if the embryo wanted to survive? We'll never know, because the embryo doesn't talk. I know. EGC. I'm not going to go into that because I'm not an expert in the law and embryo rights, but
0: when True. we were
1: talking about it, that's what they basically covered. Like, it's tricky. Do you destroy the embryo? And where does life begin? That's also the other question. Does life begin after fertilization, like Firms um, so fertilize the egg. Does life begin after the child's born, etc. ETC all those things come into play, and then you just—I don't know—I don't know how I would feel destroying an embryo. I... It's tricky because it, it's a ball of cells. Yeah. So you're like, okay, technique, This is not a living. It's, it's living. It's living. It's not like a baby.
0: Exactly. It's a exactly.
1: It's 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 a it's a hard question. I think I don't think anyone has.
0: Yeah, I don't think anyone has a clear answer. It just it it, it kinda of freaks me out personally. I I per I don't think okay, my personal views on babies and the like are that we should probably have less babies. I want babies, right? I want I want replicas of my DNA. But I know yeah. I know the level of immorality as so much as it pertains to me, right? I know that that's yeah. another mouth to feed on this earth. I know that that's a potential serial killer, or he could, <laughs> or he could like develop a drug that that you know that's gonna save some lives or something. Exactly. But maybe, but you know, there's gonna be so many things attached to this human being. They're going to break hearts. Their heart is going to be broken. They're going to they're going to do some messed up thing. He might like run into someone by by mistake in the road while he's driving you know mm. and because I decided to have this baby I have some sort of um responsibility although it becomes distant as the person grows up obviously it becomes like okay you're yeah. not that responsible once a person reaches some sort of a certain age but at the same time is it, you know it's, it's cause and effect you know yeah. and so I think a lot of the times you think about destroying the embryo, you're, you're thinking about all the potential this life has and all that. But it's mostly, we a lot of the times argue it from a potential of ultimate benefit, right? And we negate the, the, the horrible things that could happen to this embryo or the horrible things that this embryo could do to other people. And a lot of the things will probably be inconsequent, like they won't be intentional, they'll be unintentional.
1: Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> I'm just processing. That's actually a lot to think about. Yeah. Because I can't imagine trying to have a kid and then now you might have to destroy this embryo. But it could have been a great kid, it could have been a bad kid. Yeah. So what do we do? Do we have the right to kill a
0: potential bad kid because we feel like we're saving the world? Yeah.
1: Like you're doing the world a favor like one day's criminal. You know, I I don't know.
0: Yeah, but I don't you know don't know how
1: they talk yeah. about the ethics behind all of that. I'd like to get into it. bioethics; sounds pretty cool. Yeah, but it just also sounds there's. A, I think there's a lot of blurred lines, and
0: I'm so sure. each country
1: has its own sort of rules with fetal and embryo laws. see?
0: see. Mm.
1: So hey.
0: Yeah, I've never really gotten into bioethics. I just think a lot hey. from the moment I wake up. I just start thinking, "Oh my god." Should I have an in vitro baby? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, if you can afford it, go for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. It's also pretty it expensive. It's, it's pretty expensive.
1: And it's simple, I think. Yeah, I think I think or it is good. I think an injection, ETC,
0: etc. Yeah, I think it is good if you gonna if you want to have a baby and if you can afford it, then I think it would be good. But also, yeah. there's. There's the, also like the whole slippery slope of, of um, okay, y- you might have a bunch of superior babies just based on the fact that their parents could afford it, you know, superior in the sense that literally their genetics are less risky than it, most other people's, you know. That's true,
1: but I don't think it's too much of, that much of, sorry, English is not my first language, I don't think it's <laughs> so, that much of a difference because essentially from my understanding it's just um not implanting the embryos that might have had Mm. um a genetic disorder so the ones that they do implant would be just normal babies not so much as like the super baby. if you're talking about super Mm. babies then you go into like CRISPR technology and gene editing
0: oh yeah yeah whoa babies okay
1: and that that's a whole, whole That's a whole entire other
0: thing. Let's just get into it. Let's just dive into CRISPR.
1: Okay, so with CRISPR, also I did this in genetics. I don't Mm. do genetics anymore. So CRISPR is like basically a gene editing technology. Mm. So you have this enzyme that's called Cas9. So the enzyme will cut the DNA where you want it to cut. You sort of give it instruction. I won't go into that. but Wait, so
0: you program it?
1: And then cut the DNA at that specific point where you want it to cut and that region of that gene is no longer active because you've cut it. It's like, it's like you, you have a rope between two poles. You're trying to block like people from passing. If you yeah. cut the rope, it's not going to work anymore. That's essentially yeah. the thing. So after that, so your gene isn't working, then you've basically eliminated whatever gene you're trying to eliminate. But apparently now, I didn't actually, I was reading on this yesterday, There's also, you can add, you can also add a gene. It's not just taking out genes. So you do the same cutting thing. And then when you cut DNA, the cell's response is to repair the DNA. So when the cell is now repairing this DNA, it will repair it with the template that you've provided. So with the gene that you Hmm. want Hmm. to put inside. But apparently that's a a bit trickier than just deleting a gene. So essentially, you could really chopping and changing genomes. Like it ain't no thing.
0: Wow, it's wow.
1: It's it's pretty interesting because I mean, you there's again there's good and bad. You could be helping kids that are sick. You could be making yeah. drought-resistant crops. I mean, I think two years back, I know it rained a lot last year, but the year before that, there was this big drought. Mm-hmm. You know, there's mm-hmm. a drought in Cape Town right now. You could yeah. be having drought-resistant crops so that people still have crops and everything. But at the same time, you have people that are trying to make designer babies, like oh my baby would have eyes and brown hair. Yeah. Then we go back and the embryo, right? It's like, you're the parent, yes, but you have the right to chop and change this embryo. Why hmm. yeah, shouldn't the embryo just be allowed to grow and become the human that was meant to become without having any changes? But if this embryo was meant to have sickle cell anemia and we can sort of cut that out and give it a normal gene... Can we can we not do that? Because at the end of the day, you're still editing, you know. But same thing, who gets to
0: edit and who doesn't? Because at the end of the day, we're still changing something. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would like to think, I don't know, maybe I'm just a messed up kid, but if my parents could afford to design me in a specific way, like, you know, <laughs> give me a little bit of extra height, you know, slightly higher metabolism, so that it's easier for me to stay like you know fit and whatnot I, I, I would i would i would be like okay yo guys why don't you just do that you know <laughs> it seems it, i mean it's kind of it's so messed up though because yeah it's like
1: well, i would not mind you know if my if, you
0: know my parents
1: decided to cheat around it i don't know yeah you it's tricky. everything it's <sighs> tricky
0: it is so tricky, it's so tricky. Like, I saw I saw this uh, episode of VICE and they were talking about that about CRISPR and they were talking about how China invested like billions of dollars in this facility where they're just testing a whole bunch of rats like messing with their mitochondria, messing with all sorts of things. And like yeah, apparently it's real. In in China, things are happening.
1: <laughs> so I'm thinking. I, I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Yeah, and I'm thinking to myself like, okay, wait, wait, hold up, guys, this is amazingly strange technology. But what does it mean once they get it right? Like, what does it mean once everyone gets it right? This technology is only in the hands of like not that many countries, right? Mm-hmm. It's like well, actually,
1: CRISPR is really um inexpensive really yeah okay and so it's really inexpensive I'll talk about it I'm saying say you want to do an experiment on rats yeah but you need these rats to have like, you need them to have cystic fibrosis say, I don't know I don't even know if you can have cystic fibrosis but let, let's just go with it mm. so you need these rats to have cystic fibrosis so you can test whatever it is mm. um, you want to test you it's like a, it's like a program so you go there, type in whatever you want the enzyme to cut and not cut, mm. and then it does the thing, and then you have your mice i'm not I'm not sure what the specifics of how exactly it happens, but it's very inexpensive, and it doesn't take it doesn't take i think it takes like weeks okay for you to end up breeding the mice that have the cystic fibrosis gene. so wow. anyone really could have the technology it's just about what they're using it for.
0: Okay, so okay, okay, and okay. Whoa, this just changed everything. We need we need people doing this in Africa. TV. We need we need ton. We need we need them doing it in Africa. Okay, I don't want.
1: they do. I, they must
0: have it in South Africa. I'm not sure. Really? Maybe they ordered ah, online. Let I I hope I hope they do. I hope they're doing but... it. I hope they are, cause eesh, when I when I when I heard about how much money China and were like was putting into it, and I know already America's like pretty deep into CRISPR. I was thinking, like, do you, do you think these people are on their way to creating like superior citizens within their respective countries? So it's not gonna be like. See, you never know. see that that's that freaks me out. You never
1: know, you don't know what people because if it's inexpensive, it means anyone who can afford to run a lab yeah. can. Literally, do whatever they want to do because right now they're still working on the ethical side of things. Like,
0: what yeah. can
1: we use it for? What shouldn't we use it for? So, I mean, until they decide to sort out the ethics and finalize and be like, "Hey, these are the rules," people have free reign.
0: Exactly, and
1: so for the ones really creating superhuman, yeah, I, I don't
0: know. And even if you do it illegally, right? What are you going to do? You're going to yeah. lock up everyone who's been made genetically. Because I mean, yeah, now, yeah. now, now they've been made that way. Now that's just who they are.
1: Yeah.
0: Literally. That's, so. that's
1: crazy. Because, but they're humans, so they have rights. They have the same rights as everyone else. You can't just lock them up because someone made them. An yeah. And grew embryos that you know weren't normal embryos; they were edited. Yeah. So all in the name of know, man, fairness. I it's I crazy. It sounds interesting.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe that's your honors.
1: Waiting for you. Um, on I don't think they, I don't I don't even think you can do it on as a like I don't know. Oh, really?
0: Would it would it have to be like a masters or something?
1: No idea. Probably. Yeah. You probably have to be more of like a master
0: thing. Yeah, probably like a year long masters. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Well, you just said some things that changed the whole game in well, at least in yeah. my head. In my head there's this like serious like uh secret war going on and everyone's trying to make a uh, Captain America, Captain China, and Captain South Africa. And... <laughs> <laughs> no, like for real. I don't know. I don't know if they're trying to make a Captain Zimbabwe yet. We need to sort out some other things first. Yeah, yeah
1: we need to sort out some things we need to do first. Which mm.
0: Yeah, but I mean, in my head, like people are doing it. I mean, the idea is already out there. Really, it's yeah. not. It's not like a. It's not like some genius idea that only like one person in a million has thought of. No, a lot of people are probably thinking, "Hey, I can really make like a super, super dope human." That's that's that that science, and apparently, it's moving a lot. Things are moving a lot faster than we were expecting
1: them.
0: Yeah.
1: Technology, mining, you know, all these advances. Yeah. Because, I mean, people are trying to find cures, people are trying to help people, but at the same time, you also have people that are trying to push the boundaries and, you know, make
0: something with Yeah. Yeah, I've been really into this thing lately. Oh, have you watched this movie called Re Alive?
1: No. I what, think, what's Re Alive
0: about? I think you'd enjoy it. It's about this guy who uh he he finds out he's got some disease some incurable disease, I think it's like a yeah. brain disease oh wait I think it's I think it's the one that Stephen Hawkins has I think anyways uh yeah. uh so he he finds out he's got this disease and he finds out it's gonna start taking full effect and he's gonna start losing bodily function and s- experiencing a lot of pain within a year. Yeah, so within after he finds that out, obviously he's just trying to live his best life before the disease kicks in, and then he finds out that, uh, in the that year, they made some sort of uh, really cool advancement with regards to reanimating frozen frozen forms of life, and. And there, and obviously, there's a lot of talk about how this could go very far with people who have been uh, cryogenically frozen.
1: Wow! Yeah. So. That's another... okay. Yeah. It's gonna be a long podcast,
0: but cryogenic interesting. Uh, just... Yeah, it is. It is so crazy. So, yeah. anyways, so he he gets like, I'm pretty much gonna tell you the whole movie. Anyways, he tells his people oh, yeah. that he's he's gonna get frozen. He tells his girlfriend at the time, and tells his friends, and they all like. Well, some of them are like, "Oh yeah, that's cool," because they they probably don't think he was being serious. But then others are like, "Oh damn, fam, like, that's hectic." You want to yeah. get frozen and then reanimated, and so he wants to get reanimated in a future where they have a cure for his disease. Ah. Oh. Yeah, so that he can continue to live his life all around, right, and. Yeah, then obvi- then everyone's like mad. I'm not going to tell you the details of like some of the deep things because it's a really deep movie apart from what that. But in terms of the cryogenic thing and the reanimation, he does eventually get reanimated. But mm-hmm. like it's a whole process because, um, number one, he's not the first one who they've tried that with. He's the first successful one. And he has to have this like kind of like umbilical cord thing, giving him vitamins giving his body vitamins and, like, giving his body stuff. Oh, wow. And, wow, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty amazing movie, I think. And it kind of put, puts forward, like, what's the point of being reanimated? Because when he was reanimated, number one, he was pretty much useless because his, his body couldn't do much. And also, he could not really relate with a lot of the things that had happened since he had died. Wow. you know, so really, what's the point of that's of interesting of going back but into I life?
1: I don't know about because I mean, it's a movie.
0: So yeah, well, obviously,
1: in that in the in the script they made it so that you know he's useless inside, right? but we don't know if that's what actually the thing is. We don't know if cryogenics actually works until I'm sure someone's frozen right now. When they unfreeze it, they will see.
0: Yeah, we'll but, see.
1: We don't know if that's actually what's going to happen if someone is unfrozen. But I'm sure you might have a lot of deficits just from being frozen for a while. Yeah. And being kept alive by some who's and Yeah. I don't
0: know. It's pretty crazy. Well, I mean, like it was a movie. It was a concept. Kind of- but in oh, my man. head, I think about it. I'm like, wait. But truly, though, apart from all that, even if I'm still able-bodied and even if I still think just as well as I think now, Will I even be able to relate to a society that exists, say, 50, 60 years from now?
1: Exactly. Like,
0: after having been frozen, you know? It's different when you're experiencing everything, but if you're pretty much absent... And then you you wake wake up... up, And there's
1: flying cars and flying trains...
0: Yeah, and it's not Lil Pump anymore. It's some... (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: it's some kid Who's got like It's some kid Who's got like Some You know Like freaking I don't know I just don't know Like it's so I don't, I don't know I, I think though That You know Just live your best life Right now Die Yeah uh, Right now Let's
1: just work on the premise That we only have <laughs> one Exactly until, until scientists Figure out Otherwise We're just gonna <laughs> go With the one
0: <laughs> Yeah. Oh, tell me what you wanted to say about cryogenics. You said you were, you seemed pretty excited.
1: I oh, know. I was just saying it's a pretty interesting concept. I don't. I haven't looked much into it except I think from a couple of movies mm. that I've watched. I think it was Castle. Castle was um, if you guys are listening, please get on to Castle if you haven't already. Do yourself a favor. It's got like eight seasons, so you've got a whole. You've got you're set for December and January. Please, please watch <laughs> Castle. Anyway. So this one episode of Castle, um, they were investigating some cryogenic lab. And mm. there, there was actually like a lot of bodies in the lab of people who had decided to be frozen. Like, it, they, For them, it's as soon as you, you're wearing like some watch, like when you're alive, you wear like a watch mm. of some sort. Then as soon as you die, it sends out this notification to the lab so that they can get you. Yeah. And free the body body like immediately. So these people were like, okay, this is the crime scene, but where did the body go? The cryogenics people are taking the body because this guy said, I want to be frozen and, like, as soon as I die. apparently. Mm. I don't know, but I guess you can still come to life as soon as I I don't know. I don't
0: know. I think, you see, that's that's one thing I also didn't understand from this movie. Like, why does a person need to die first?
1: You see now, because if you're dead, then how do you come back to life? Because once you die, like, we all know you die, you don't come back. Yeah, so, like what's the difference with cryogenics that allows you to come back? Yeah. Shouldn't you be frozen before you die?
0: I see that's I don't know. I don't know. I feel I don't like I really don't you know.
1: That, they you. that would make more sense to me. I, I don't know right? the details about cryogenics, but it doesn't make sense to die and
0: then get I thought to myself maybe it's like for ethical reasons. Maybe like when your body's shutting down. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how people die. But like you know, maybe not everything shuts down at the same time. So Perhaps. the essential things are still kind of like okay, we're still around.
1: Functioning.
0: Yeah. EPC. I don't. I don't quite get that. But that's fact pretty crazy. Is it even
1: out Twitter facts? you know those like Twitter accounts that feed like back? <laughs> so I don't know if this is completely <laughs> true, but when you die, your brain still has like seven minutes of activity. So maybe. You get frozen within that window when your brain is still active. Mm But mm. I can't imagine. It takes less than seven minutes to get from wherever the lab is to get your body to get you back to the lab and freeze you. It, it has to take at least twenty minutes. You'd be like dead dead by the time. They
0: yeah, I know, right? Imagine. I don't know, man. You wanted to get cryogenically thinned, and you and you're just on a hike somewhere. Wanna hike and then you you know, you die.
1: Well they even find you. Yeah, I know,
0: right? It's the like you What's gonna happen? You'll just die.
1: That's
0: the point. I'm sure like if you sign up for that, you have to live a pretty careful life. You know, you don't you don't wanna yeah. die from like something that's gonna damage you too much, like car accident. Uh yeah, you know, you have to kind of be like very chilled.
1: And then is that but my question is now: Is that life? Being yeah, I mean, obviously we have to be careful in the driving, yeah, and all of that. Like, just must you not enjoy some things anymore because you want to get frozen, so that you can be potentially woken up? But why yeah. not just live now?
0: I know, right? It's like okay, I get it. I get that need to like want to continue to live, right? Yeah. But also at the same time, I'm like okay, I, I'm. It's, that's a little narcissistic don't you think like you think you're so important to the world that we need you for that long like, no we don't need you for that long to be quite honest no one needs anyone for that long <laughs> like, <laughs> you know like they might
1: have un- maybe they don't think they're the world but hey they want to see what
0: the future is going to be like I guess, I guess i guess they yeah i guess it'll be nice just to be like okay I, I mean i guess i want to see what it's like in the future then you can just kill me again like properly you know if i if i if yeah. if you know if there's not much for me to do
1: maybe i don't know uh, it's
0: pretty crazy we're going down like these weird rabbit holes man
1: these are some really weird ass rabbit holes. <laughs> A lot of things that are, people are still discovering now. People are still, you know, yeah. researching, yeah. hypothesizing, coming up with answers that might not be true in the next 20 years.
0: Mm. True. True. Oh, yeah, you know about, like, Sophia, yeah? Most people, everyone knows about Sophia. Oh, yeah. Oh, everyone yeah. on the I'm internet knows me. about Sophia.
1: I'm not really. I don't trust robots.
0: Wh- why not? You programmed them. They're programmed by human beings.
1: I know. Yeah, they're programmed by human beings. You see, but isn't there? I don't know about robots, but there's a specific point where now, if they manage to get robots like think for themselves and feel and everything, oh, yeah, then yeah, that's when pretty much robots become superior. Because now you can't tell it to do whatever it'll be like, okay, but I'm tired. I've had a long day. Why you meet? You know, it's not just following instructions. It's thinking for itself now. Yeah, but so I mean, if we get to that stage, then I
0: don't think I
1: want
0: to be on Earth, eh? I I don't. It's fine. I think. They can miss me with their robots. I'm a messed up kid, man. I'm a messed up kid. And I think that robots should take over. I actually think that.
1: Why?
0: I think they should. I think because, look, humans, it's almost as if we can't realize certain things, right? So one thing. We can't it's almost as if most people we don't realize how much of uh I like to say a superposition, although that's that's not what it is. It, it doesn't it's an injustice to what a superposition actually is. Yeah. But we're in this space where we are good and bad and we like to think of ourselves as so important. You know, but <laughs> we're not really we're important to the people around us we're important to you know because we we help them and you know we're in in and of ourselves we're not that important like not that and so you know we we have all these disagreements and we have all these fights and we like humans are horrible humans are absolutely horrible (laughs) and although i love them Don't, don't don't get me wrong humans listening to this Oh by the way, I'm also kind of just low key <laughs> pandering to Sophia, you know. Maybe you know She maybe might she, be listening. Yeah, yeah. Just make me her pet. But uh <laughs> but yeah, I mean I think I think at some point robots should for the good of the earth really, for the good of this planet, I think at some point robots should um should take over, should take the wheel and, and do their thing. That's you know?
1: it's a no from me.
0: Really? It's
1: really? I mean they would be really useful. Uh-huh. But I know from me. <laughs> as long as they keep them like programmed without the feelings. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's fine. I mean obviously someone's like, Hey, let's try give it feelings.
0: Ah, over. Yeah, no, I I actually have a thing about giving them feelings. I have a thing, but it's been I've been I've been trying to discuss this thing. I'm gonna actually discuss it with you. I actually don't care anymore. I was going to keep it a secret because I thought I had a formula. And maybe I do. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe someday, <laughs> maybe you know. You do
1: this,
0: yeah. So I have a thing. I think that if you introduce, like, some sort of corruption in the code, right, then, yeah. uh, so it's, it's a corruption which is an artificial intelligence of itself, right? Okay. So it's like introducing a second mind in the mind of the robot in the already like purely logical mind of the robot you've got an artificial code that corrupts the the robot ever so often so if it's triggered by it has to be triggered by something so in the in it the idea is to mimic uh how humans work right so we we feel that we're pretty logical and we make the best decisions for ourselves until we're triggered by something so you know For example the idea of having a baby you know babies are cute babies are adorable all the potential in life and all that all that that's that's in a way i okay the way i see it it's like a corruption in our code because babies grow up babies become full-grown human beings who have the potential to do all sorts of unspeakable damage but because of how we like see them you know We can't destroy an embryo you know like at least a a good number of us like it's it's a moral dilemma so you know kind Mm -hmm. of introducing that corruption into into a robot's ai so maybe that could also save humans right so and in as much as the robot might work to correct this code if it's an artificial intelligence on its own like this code it'll work to come back anyway so it's like the cycle I see. Yeah. I think That's I just handed cool. someone the keys.
1: You might you might actually
0: just have. Yeah. So maybe we could like program robots happens. to just, just be Yeah, to be triggered like that for human beings like, "Oh, I love humans. They're so cute. They're so they're so dope." But then <laughs> it might correct itself to the point where it's like like the way we love dogs. You know what I mean? Like we love dogs, but there are pets. I don't. Oh, you don't me love dogs. dogs. Oh, okay, you no, see. will no, be. No, no, no. Then there'll be, see, there'll be the robots no, like you no. who are like, ah, no, humans. You no, <laughs> know, so, um, hmm. Yeah, might I might just have handed someone the keys. I hope they do. I hope they do something good. They should hit me up.
1: They should. I'm sure people are thinking about, you know, Making sure that robots are safe for everyone. Oh, yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. But they I have watched to. too
1: many futuristic movies to believe that it'll actually work. It'll be robot domination in like 2050 and we're all gonna die. I'm kidding. I take that back. Everything's gonna, <laughs> <We'll be fine. laughs> gonna be fine, It's yeah. gonna be fine. That's
0: okay. That's okay. That's the corruption in your code speaking now. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Tawanda. I will. I've loved this chat, yes. though.
1: Me, too. Me, too. I lot more interesting. I thought it was going to be, like, a boring sciencey chat that no one's going to listen to, but I think people <laughs> would enjoy listening to these things. Because then it gives you something to look up as well, because, I mean, we only have the basics of what we know. Oh, yeah, true, true. And there's just so much more. And I think it's a lot interesting looking at science when you're not doing the science. Mm.
0: Mm.
1: So the same way I'd prefer to read, like, not like an entire like law text, but I but I wouldn't mind reading like a couple law articles because I don't do law, so I find it more interesting. Yeah, but I think true. sometimes when you're doing something, it's not as interesting to read, but if it's just like a five minute, hey, let me read this article, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true, that's true, and I'm not doing anything, so like everything is so interesting to me. Like... <laughs> you see? It. Yeah, everything is just surface One level.
1: You have... Sorry.
0: Like, everything is just surface level. But I think it's good. It's good for people sure. to hear just the surface level and see if they're interested in, like, knowing more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've loved this chat. I, You actually you opened my mind to a lot of things. Kind of changed my mind. I might be a better Sharks. human moving forward.
1: I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did. You know, you have to learn from people. Learn from each other. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole point of this
0: life thing. Yeah, true. Hopefully, hopefully, when you when you've done like a couple more crazy weird experience experiments, I'd love to hear about that in the future.
1: Oh, sure, I will keep you updated. But thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh no, it's no problem. It's absolutely no problem.
1: I enjoyed myself.
0: All right. have a great day.
1: Same to you. Hey, we will catch up later. And mm. if you are listening, thank you for listening to me. Mm. And uh. And please do carry on
0: the thing to the world command because he's big, and he's the future. Yeah, what was <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay? Okay, cool. Cheers. Before I break up, before I break, right. break up, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> hey, that was dope. That was dope. That was dope. That was dope.
1: Mm. <laughs>
0: You know, it's it's weird. I had the podcast episode with Marjita, and that was mostly, uh, you know, nerdy guys speaking. She's not really that much of a nerd. We didn't talk about it, but she's not not that much of a nerd. She's just really smart, and she loves what she's doing. I think nerds are like, you know, we get so engrossed in this thing and these like things. Uh, but we don't actually do the things. Well, a lot of us. Some of us. Actually, a lot of us do. A lot of people do. I'm just, I feel like I'm a minority. I just don't do the things. I'm a nerd enthusiast. Yes, that's what I am. A nerd enthusiast. Today was a good podcast. I loved it. I loved it. I hope you did. Share, like, subscribe. What? Just come back. Just come back. Come back to me.